following audio is from Crossroads Church in West Ossipee, New Hampshire. For more information about Crossroads Church, you can go to www.crossroadsossipee.com. So, turn with me in your Bibles to Luke chapter 12, verses 1 through 3, and that's on page 871 in the Pew Bibles. Um, This morning we are going to look at a one-point sermon from Jesus. Yeah, the good kind, right? So now remember that uh, Luke um, did not necessarily organize his gospel in chronological order so that this sermon from Jesus may not have taken place immediately after the preceding verses um, in in real time. Uh, Luke tends to group things more thematically. So since the last passage was dealing with the problems of the Pharisees uh, and the teachers of the law and the scribes, and uh, it makes sense that our text for this morning would follow right on the heels of that. So these statements of Jesus take place near the height of his popularity, um, which would be especially troublesome for the Pharisees and scribes, um, but was not delivered necessarily to the crowd at large. Instead, it was a warning to his disciples against hypocrisy. So let's look at our text and, and jump in. Luke chapter 12, starting at verse 1. In the meantime, when so many thousands of people had gathered together that they were trampling one another, he began to say to his disciples first, Beware the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light, and what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. Let's pray. Father, we need your help this morning to 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 understand your word. Pray. That your spirit would speak and you'd help me right now. Please be our interpreter. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Sorry. Um, I'm going to try... Mm. Um, bear with me, please. Um, before we get too far, let's define our terms so that so that we are all on the same page. I love doing keyword studies to get a little more meat out of 
my studies. And as I look at this text, there are two key words that jump out at me. Leaven and hypocrisy. Um, Hypocrisy is something that we have talked about over the last few weeks. Thank you. Um, I'll try that. Um, Decap water. Hypocrisy is a word borrowed directly from the Greek word hypocrites, which is easier to say than the other. Um, It means to play a part or pretend, uh, to give an impression of having certain purposes or motivations while in reality having quite different ones. Hippocrates was the name of a man credited with inventing acting and plays. In ancient Greece, plays would be performed by only a few men who used special masks to represent each character and actually had uh, cones hidden inside the mask itself to amplify their voices. This is what I learned at university. (laughs) Um, uh, If you see the uh, masks that represent drama, the happy mask and sad mask, it's from this, from ancient Greece. There's a certain irony to the idea that masks were used in the plays to pretend to be someone that you weren't. It certainly seems like it helps us to further understand what being a hypocrite or acting hypocritically really is. Hiding the truth behind a mask. I'm sure that most of you who have ever had occasion to talk with unbelievers have heard someone say the church is full of hypocrites. Um, That's a common reason why people don't go to church. And in the past, I have agreed with this idea. You're right. The church is full of hypocrites. But is that 
true? Are uh, is the church really full of hypocrites? Possibly, but not necessarily. Um, sorry. I appreciate your patience. Hypocrisy, pretending to be one thing when you are really something else, or pretending to have one motivation or purpose, but really having a different one, is definitely a sin. And perhaps some of us here are guilty of it. But in truth, we are only guilty of that sin in a general sense if we claim to that we don't sin. If we claim to be without sin, we're pretending to be something we're not. To the world, uh, Christians represent righteousness and rejection of sin. But the reality is that we really aren't all that righteous and don't always do the best job of rejecting sin. And when this gets exposed, the world says, aha, what a bunch of hypocrites. But do, do you represent yourself to others as free from sin, as perfect I hope no. We all still sin. We are all still in need of God's grace. None of us are perfect. <laughs> Obviously. It's only when we pretend to be otherwise that we are guilty of hypocrisy. The Pharisees were true hypocrites. They were frauds. They pretended to be holy when they were not. And that's what Jesus was warning his disciples to avoid. Don't be like them, remember? So the first key word is hypocrite. The second key word, which really came first in our passage, is leaven. It's yeast. 
Yeast is a substance that can be found everywhere. And yeast is very useful. It can be used in baking and making alcohol, but it can also be used to give your hair shine and refresh your skin. It can also be used to keep away slugs, which is great. <laughs> People often think that in Scripture, yeast only ever represents sin. Have you heard that? Well, it doesn't. That's not accurate. Yeah, Jesus used leaven hey, as an illustration of not just sin, but also the working and growth of the kingdom of God, like yeast in a lump of bread dough. Um, Matthew thirteen thirty three, and later in Luke we'll see the um, use in chapter thirteen. Uh, Leaven is used to represent sin in many other passages, but J Jesus' use of leaven in this passage where it does represent sin, and the others where it represents the kingdom of God is really to represent something that may be small, but is powerful and pervasive. It only takes a little bit of yeast to profoundly affect a whole lump <laughs> of dough. <laughs> I'm sorry. It works, but we're slow learners. Yeah. This is very In this instance, where leaven represents sin, it does so powerfully because of the effect that yeast has on dough. Joel's wife was... I know her name. Yeah. Um, made us some bread this morning. You can see it. These two loaves of bread came from the same lump of dough. One of the loaves had yeast added to it, but the other didn't.
they started out as one lump, were divided equally, and weighed approximately the same. The loaf with no yeast was baked immediately, and the one with yeast was allowed to rise before baking. I always hated that part of the process. When my mom made bread, we had to wait and wait and wait to get bread. The heat from the oven kills off the yeast and it stopped rising because yeast is actually a living organism that digests sugar and gives off carbon dioxide. I could use more of that. So despite the very small difference in weight added by the tiny bit of yeast, how much yeast? Not... Okay, I don't. I just eat, not cook. I don't understand. So the only tiny difference in weight uh, because of the yeast, these two loaves of bread weigh the same still. Because of the painful point of this extremely long illustration is that yeast only puffs up. It doesn't add substance. (sighs) That's... Can we close in prayer now? Yeah. John Calvin wrote... We now perceive the reason why hypocrisy was viewed by Luke as equivalent to doctrines invented by men and why he included under this name the yeast of men, which only puff up and in the sight of God add nothing solid and which draw aside the minds of men from the right study of piety to empty and insignificant ceremonies. Yeast only puffs up, but in God's sight adds nothing solid. This is Jesus' warning to his disciples. And that includes us. The yeast of the Pharisees was their hypocrisy. They were puffed up before the eyes of men, but in God's sight were just full of hot air. Yeah, you get it. 
verse verse 2. Aren't you glad we're only looking at three verses today? Nothing is covered up that will not be revealed or hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark shall be heard in the light. And what you have whispered in private rooms shall be proclaimed on the housetops. R.C. Sproul wrote, Ultimately, every mask of hypocrisy will be ripped off. At the judgment seat of God, he will separate the real from the counterfeit, the genuine from the hypocritical. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 4.4, It is the Lord who judges me. Therefore, do not pronounce judgment before the time, before the Lord comes, who will bring to light the things now hidden in darkness and will disclose the purposes of the heart. Then each one will receive his commendation from God. The day is coming when every man and woman who has ever lived will stand before the judgment seat of Christ and will have to answer for every evil thought, word, and deed. I'm not looking forward to that. And the only escape from having all our sin laid bare for all to see, the only way to escape from the horror and shame of that is faith in Jesus Christ. Because on Judgment Day, when the righteous Father looks at us by His grace through faith in Jesus, our sin will be hidden by Christ's righteousness. When... He looks at us. He will only see Jesus. We're fooling ourselves if we think that it is enough to be seen as righteous in the eyes of men and not give a thought to having to deal with Almighty God. Alistair Begg said, If we do
do things in religious terms simply for the rewards of men as the Pharisees were prone to do, then our motives will one day be disclosed. Jesus will bring to light what has been hidden in darkness. Our can't skip this word. Yes. Thank you. Will be exposed. Motivations will be exposed. Every word we whispered in the dark. Every secret thinking no one would ever hear will be brought to light and shouted from the rooftops. The yeast of hypocrisy is so pervasive, so tempting, and so destructive to the church. Don't be like that. Let's Pursue just the opposite. Honesty, integrity, simplicity, and love. We need to pursue honesty, to be honest with ourselves and with the Father and with others about our sin. We need to pursue integrity to act in private like we would act in public. Act like the Father is present with us because he is. We need to pursue simplicity to reject all the scheming and hiding and covering up that hypocrisy necessitates. We need to pursue love, which encompasses all these things. Love for the Lord our God and love for our neighbor. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Let's pray. Father, we love you and need your help to turn away from the yeast of hypocrisy and pursue honesty, integrity, simplicity, and love. Please help us. 
In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like to participate in the mission of Crossroads Church through financial support, checks can be mailed to Crossroads Church, Post Office Box 576, West Ossipee, New Hampshire, 03890.